Okay, we start off on Yud Tet Amud Bet. Uh, we are at the Mishnah uh, on Yud Tet Amud Bet, uh, and the Mishnah says as follows: Ein solin basar betzli ubeitza elakaday. We move on to that, uh, that some halachas in terms of cooking. Uh, and uh, what it starts off and says is you're only allowed to roast meat, but sal is onion and baits is an egg. It has to be uh, fully, uh, well, we're going to see the amount, but it has to be substantially uh, done through you know, at uh, by the time Shabbat starts, and not in patlatanur im chashecha, and you're allowed not allowed to put bread into an oven uh, if you know close to 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 uh, dark. Velo charara al gabe gechanim, and uh, either you know some kind of uh, uh, cake uh, or cookie of sorts onto onto the coals. Elikaday shir kamu panea mi boodjum until it's you know if, unless it's got enough time to crust up. Crusting means it's been fully cooked uh, or, or, or mostly cooked, uh, and and therefore you would be allowed to do that uh, if it has got time. Uh, to do that, uh, it says, um, and uh, Rabbi Eliezer Omer, he he says, "Kadai she yakrom takton shela." The the bottom of it uh, is uh, has to have uh, been able to be crusted, which is a slightly more lenient shear. It doesn't mean that the whole thing has to be crusty and hard. Uh, and he says, you know, not that a crust is formed all the way through uh, the middle part uh, or, the, or the part on the other side, what he defines as the top, uh, can be a bit more doughy. And, uh, you know, and, and, and if you do that, you're allowed to, to leave it until it would cook a little bit more. Okay. You're allowed to put a, a Pesach offering into the oven on Shabbat, uh, very close to uh, to nightfall. Okay. And that it happens uh, specifically uh, when on a Friday night, when Pesach falls on a Friday night, uh, very close to uh, to Shabbat. You're allowed to, to do it. Uh, and we're going to see the reasons uh, for this. It seems to be an exception uh, for for you know the the cooking thing. Why come you would be allowed to do it? Um, as we said, machizin uh, And the other thing that the, the Mishnah mentions, uh, it is uh, you are allowed to light the fire uh, in the in the Beit Hamikdash uh, before Shabbat. Uh, it's called the the Beit Hamokad, the the chamber of the fire. Uh, you are allowed to um, come and uh, light that in the Beit Hamikdash, uh, you, you know, even though uh, it, it's going to start, you know, light, uh, burning a lot later. Okay, however, outside of the Beit Hamikdash in the provinces, uh, the, 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 it's not that you're allowed to just start a fire just before Shabbat. No, uh, it has to, you know, it has to time. It has to be time for the most of it to have caught a light. Rabbi Yudamer. Uh, uh, when it is coals or charcoal, uh, you know, you know, any amount uh, is is good enough over there because you know that they're not going to go out. The idea here, really, the the, the principle of this Mishnah uh, is to to say if if something is not uh, properly cooked, what you are going to do is uh, stoke the coals. 
uh, and uh, once you stoke the coals uh, that is causing some of them to to uh, to become more inflamed uh, and and that is uh, as a malocha to to cause something to to uh, flame up uh, and also it could be if you push one to the side it could decrease its flame uh, you could put it out and both uh, extinguishing and lighting are malochas on shabbat uh, and that's why you're not allowed to do it so therefore however uh, the principle of the mission is to say that if you are in a situation whereby it is already fully cooked or, or enough cooked uh, you will not concern yourself with stoking the coals and therefore that's why it says there has to be uh, a certain amount cooked. So the Gemara immediately addresses that. How much is that amount? Vakama, uh, how much is that amount that you would be allowed to um, uh, to to do okay. How much does it have to be cooked beforehand? I'm a Rav Elaza. I'm a uh, Rav. Rav Elaza says uh, Rabbi, uh, in the name of Rav. Uh, it's it's enough uh, to to do it for uh, the amount of Michael Ben now, uh, a word here, Michael Ben Drosai, uh, the, the, this guy called Ben Drosai, who was a, a very famous bandit uh, in, the, uh, in the time, you know, in the, uh, of the, you know, he used to be, to, to be a big uh, thief. So what he used to do uh, is always be on the run. So, so his food, he didn't have time. He was always uh, running away from people, from the authorities, from people who uh, wanted to get him. So what did he used to do? He didn't have much time to stay in a, in, in a place at a time. So what he used to do was just cook his food uh, to, uh, to a minimal amount uh, for it to be edible. Uh, there's a machloket uh, as to, uh, to what, uh, uh, what this is. Uh, the Rambam holds that it is half cooked and, uh, and Rashi holds that it is a third cooked. So, you know, either your food has to be a third or half cooked uh, and uh, for it to be defined as already uh, cooked enough on Shabbat that you're not going to worry about it and stir the coals. That is that. Um, and uh, and that's it. Okay, uh, that's Michael Ben the food of Ben Josiah. It manami. Once we're talking about roasting food to a specific limit, Amrav Asi, Amrav Yochanan, Kol Shu B'Michael Ben Josiah, Einbo Bishum Bishul Goyim, Bishul, which is also known as Bishul Akum. So Rav, you know, Rav. Asi said that Rav Yochanan said that anything that was already cooked uh, to that stage of cooking, uh, then uh, there's no more prohibition of a non-Jew cooking it. Okay, what's known as Bishu Akum, uh, a non-Jew is not allowed to uh, uh, just cook something 100% for a Jew. Uh, there are certain exceptions. If it's raw, could be eaten raw, uh, things like that, but we won't go into that. The Gemara Navorazora uh, deals a lot with these type of uh, restrictions, <clears throat> but uh, not for our uh, uh, our, our need now, so we'll leave them. We'll leave it out and wait till we get there. Bezrat uh, But what we understand is that once it's got to that minimum level, uh, then the non-Jew can cook it from there. Jew has, has cooked it to a certain level, uh, then uh, the non-Jew can continue uh, cooking uh, with it. Okay, so Ashkenazim, uh, you know, are, are even more makel. They say as long as the the Jew gets involved uh, on a practical level in in uh, uh, by, for example, switching on the stove uh, or doing things that gets involved somehow in the cooking process uh, it should be enough okay it's, it's not our subject for today i'm not pascaning uh, on this and uh, you know that's uh, just mentioning uh, the broad brush principles okay uh, tanya uh, uh, Omer, uh, and there's a famous statement, sorry, Hananya uh, Omer, Hananya says as follows, we're going to see this come up a lot uh, in the third chapter, the third chapter deals, uh, especially beginning part, the beginning half.
half of the third chapter deals extensively uh, with cooking and, uh, and, uh, and, and, and the like. And as a result, uh, we'll, we'll discuss this a lot more here. But here we're going to have a lenient opinion of Hanania uh, Muta says, uh, uh, um, anything that has reached this minimal level of cooking, you can leave it on this, uh, this oven uh, to a certain type of, of stove. We're going to define a tanur, we're going to define a kira, but that's going to come up later on. Uh, all different, you know, different types of ovens, but you can leave the food on the stove. FLP, Grufa Vakatuma. Okay, Grufa, Garof and Katum is going to come up a lot. Uh, really what this means is that you've somehow decreased uh, the heat source. Either you have removed the coals from underneath it, uh, and that is like sweeping them away, uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, well, that's katum, is where you've covered them, uh, covered the, the coals with, with like an ash to, uh, to decrease the temperature. Uh, and, and you'd be allowed to, to he says, uh, even if, it, if it's already Michael ben Drusai, uh, then it's considered uh, good enough to leave it on without uh, doing those things. Okay, without uh, sweeping away the coals, you could leave it on under, on the full heat. You don't have to cover it. You don't have to do anything. Uh, that is his lenient opinion. Uh, as we said, that is just mentioned here, uh, because we've been talking about Michael ben Drusai, it's not uh, dealt with in any depth. Uh, at, at this juncture, it's going to be dealt with, as we mentioned, uh, in about, um, I think, about 18, 15, 18, 20 daft time. Uh, and we'll, we'll see much more of it over there. All right, quoting from the Mishnah. You're not allowed to put bread in the oven and also this uh, this cookie or this uh, type of uh, cake uh, on, on the coals. Uh, it says, it, you know, it has to be form a crust uh, during the daytime. Uh, then Rabbi Leza's dissenting view was that uh, as, as long as there's a, enough time for it to form a crust on the bottom, uh, that's enough, then that, that's good enough. So the, the question is, what is defined as the bottom uh, of the tanu? Uh, you know, in, in terms of, of that, uh, is it, uh, you know, the uh, sorry, uh, what is defined as the bottom? So it says, what are we talking about? The bottom here is that the part that is stuck onto the oven, what they used to do was uh, take their dough and just smear it on the sides of the oven. Uh, so then what in that context is the bottom is the bottom uh, part the part that has been uh, pushed against the sides of the oven because that could be uh, the bottom if you decide to uh, see that that is the the, the bottom you could say that that is the bottom because it's the part that if you're looking at it straight, the top part is uh, is the one the part that's facing you. The bottom part is the part that is stuck to the oven. Uh, that's the one view uh, way of looking at it. Or Dilma, maybe you could look at it the other way. Takton hayek de gabeor. Maybe the bottom is the uh, is the part that now faces towards the fire, and and uh, and and that would be the bottom over there. I.e., the top part has just been squashed against the sides of the oven. Uh, obviously that part is hotter uh, and you have to wait till it gets all the way through to the bottom which is i closer uh, you know to to the to the fire uh, the, the face has to be to the fire so there's a machloket uh, which way we understand it there were the two possibilities as which way we understand it tashma and we come and we'll learn a proof the bottom is the part that is sticking uh, to the side of the oven he says as long as that uh, forms a crust you are good uh, to go uh, in terms of uh, you know that, that's that's the final 
aren't as good enough cooking. All right, uh, next quote from the Mishnah. Mashal Shunit says Pesach. You can lower the Pesach offering uh, even very close to uh, to sunset uh, on, on Shabbat, every, every, every close to Shabbat, if, it's a, if Pesach evening falls on a Friday night. Uh, my timer, what is the reason uh, for that? Mishum, the Bnei Chabura, Zrizinheim. The people in the Chabura, what you have to do in terms of your Pesach offering is uh, you have to uh, get into a group and because uh, it's such a precious offering and there are going to be people uh, that are taking part uh, in terms of this uh, group uh, what do you say about that it says that they'll remind each other uh, about it and that no one is going to stoke the coals the minute someone would would try uh, stretch out his hand to do it everyone else would remind him they, they've, they're watching the the Korban Pesach over here and and they'll they'll remind each other about it, uh, not to to uh, uh, stir the coals. Okay, v'halav uh, hachi uh, lo. Is it really so uh, that that is uh, would be the case if it wasn't that they were so conscientious uh, and vigilant about it that uh, they would uh, be you know allowed to do such a thing? Uh, you know, well, they wouldn't be allowed to do such a thing. Sorry, v'amamar gadja ben sarik ben shelo sarik shapir dami. We had uh, a few days ago. I think this was, uh, uh, I've forgotten exactly which duff it was, I think two duff ago, uh, where it said uh, this this uh, meat of a kid, which, you know, the, the Korban Pesach has to be, uh, is... Uh, uh, is is uh, you have to you know it doesn't make a difference whether the oven was sealed or not uh, because you you're not going to open the oven why because the wind is going to come in the draft will come in and mess it up uh, and 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 do it so everyone would say uh, over here in this case that it doesn't really make a difference uh, that no one is going to uh, stir the coals up because as you open the oven to stir the coals uh, the wind will come in and damage it uh, and therefore uh, no no problem. Uh, over there. So it says Hatam Minachat Hacha Lo Minatat. Okay, Hacha Lo Minatat. Over there, in terms of this uh, this goat, uh, this young kid that you are dealing with in terms of the Pesach, it has to be roasted whole. Uh, once it's being roasted whole, there's no concern that the wind will damage it. Uh, so therefore, there would be a concern uh, if it wasn't for the Chabura being vigilant, uh, that uh, you wouldn't be allowed to do it. However, uh, the, the other opinion would say if it is cut into pieces, uh, that is when the wind uh, would damage it, and that's why it wouldn't be opened. Okay, so now we quote again from the Mishnah Machazin uh, and now you are allowed to uh, light this bonfire uh, in the chamber of fire uh, in the temple. Uh, etc. So, where do you know such a thing? Uh, the Pasuk, uh, you know, in, uh, in um, uh, Vayakel uh, says that uh, in all your houses, okay, in all the places you live, you're not allowed to light fire. Uh, and, and the implication from that is in all the places that you live uh, that then you're not allowed you are allowed to light in the temple uh, you know in in this in this chamber of fire 
If you are allowed to light it, well then uh, we would say that it actually would override Shabbat. Uh, and why does it specify you can light it Erev Shabbat? Uh, as long as you know, you'd be allowed to, to light it Erev Shabbat in the temple. Uh, if you're saying that everything's overridden, uh, you'd be even allowed to be uh, lighted on Shabbat. Ella, I'm Rav Kiste, he says, no, what do you have to uh, say? Cry. Uh, uh, what he's talking about, uh, it says in all the places that you live, you uh, you can uh, light, uh, it says you're allowed to light fire, but you you wouldn't, you are allowed to uh, do, do things in the Beit HaMikdash, in all the places that you live, you're not allowed to light fire, but in the Beit HaMikdash you are allowed to. What does that give the Kwanim the ability to do? Uh, it's talking about uh, burning the limbs and the fats, uh, on on uh, on on a Friday evening uh, on Shabbat. Okay, you're not allowed to light uh, the whole fire itself, but you are allowed to burn the uh, the limbs and the fats, the leftover limbs and the fats from uh, um, uh, from the Friday offering uh, on uh, you know on Friday night. Okay, so so really that is uh, uh, and and we're not worried that you're going to go and stir up and stoke the coals. Again, uh, we quote from a Mishra Begulim, Kadei Shetachos, right? The, uh, it says outside, uh, in the, in, outside in the, in the provinces, you are, you know, it has to uh, burn through uh, a, a lot of it. Uh, so it says, my Ruban, what does he mean it, a lot of? Amrav, uh, Rav says, Rov Kolechad Vechad. Each and every one of the branches that you're making this fire with uh, at least has to be 50% uh, burnt, okay, or at least a lot. And Shmuel says, no, uh, that, uh, you know, that, that as long as people would say, listen, the fire, you know, if people would say, still bring thin branches uh, because uh, they're, they're easier to light and you put them under the branches to burn it up, uh, then then you can, can do that. Okay. So we see that as long as people don't get to that stage, it doesn't do it by amount of uh, and or the quantity of things that have been lit. It's just a, a qualitative assessment uh, whether people would say this fire needs more wood, uh, bring some thin wood so we can get the flames up here. Uh, another uh, opinion, Tana Rabihia, Lesaid, Shmuel, Rabihia, each Brata, which supports Shmuel today, Shetia, Shalhevet, Ola, Mealea. He says that uh, in terms of uh, the menorah, which we, I think we're going to discuss, uh, we're going to discuss Hanukkah uh, coming up, but uh, in, in the next, I think it's tomorrow's daf, uh, we are going to start discussing Hanukkah, but uh, it, it talks about the menorah in the Beit HaMikdash. Uh, it says that you have to uh, light the flame enough so that the, the light will go up on its own uh, without any further uh, help. It says, Lord, shall it, and uh, not that the, the flame will light uh, with anything else. So the same thing here with a fire, uh, and uh, it says that you know, if as long as it will uh, keep on burning on its own, you don't need anything further to be added to it. All right, that is uh, uh, that's that. Uh, talking about uh, this, we now we move Eitzchidi uh, onto another case. Eitzchidi, a single uh, branch or a single log. Uh, one, you know, Rav Amar, Rov of Yo. If you want to just light that, uh, Rav said the most of it, uh, most of the uh, uh, the thickness of the wood has to be a light. Uh, 
uh, not most of the thickness, most of its circumference has to be a light. So, uh, you know, uh, it can lead to different amounts over there. I'm Rav Papa, and Rav Papa uh, says about that, Hilchach, Benan Rov Evyor, Uvenan Rov Hekefor. Uh, and uh, Rav Papa, you know, we've uh, seen Rav Papa do this type of thing, uh, you know, many times uh, before. Uh, he was the one that, um, for example, in Brachot, uh, where it said, uh, you know, what Brachot do you say on the rainbow? Uh, you know, he said, uh, uh, you know, he said the one person said one thing and uh, and other person said another thing. And Ra- and Rav Papa combined them. He did a, a whole uh, thing as well uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the, the blessing that we say after Megillah. So Rav Papa came and uh, does this type of thing. So he, he combines these two opinions and he says you have to actually do both. Uh, in, in, as, as part of the, uh, uh, you know, to make sure that it is fully lit, uh, both the, the, the circumference as well as the width. Uh, and we say that uh, most of its uh, circumference uh, is, uh, is, is, is a machlok uh, What is that? Uh, it says that uh, the fire has to go through uh, that uh, the, the, so much. Uh, that a craftsperson, um, uh, you know, wouldn't be able to uh, to use it anymore. It would be destroyed uh, in terms of that. Uh, Rabbi Huda ben Batera, Omar, he says, Kadesh etachos haish would say tzididin. It has to, to, you know, burn from both sides uh, of the wood. Even though there is no uh, explicit proof uh, for this matter, uh, we say that there's a hint uh, to this. Uh, what is that? Uh, the the pasuk it says pasuk in Echeskel, uh quotes uh, it is in the fire the fire burned both of its end and the middle is also burned how can you do any work uh, with it it's pasuk from Yecheskel okay um, and now uh, we we also talk about uh, burning fire uh, the, although there is uh, an opinion that this actually uh, is a misplaced uh, thing and actually maybe should go into the next peric because it does discuss willow we are going to finish the peric uh, today uh, but anyway. Um, uh, the Pasuk uh, talking about King Yehoachim. It says the hearth was uh, burning in front of him. Uh, and it says, My Ach, why do you call it an Ach? Normally an Ach is a brother. Amarav, Achvana. Achvana really means a, a willow branch. Shmulamar, no. Aitzim, Shidaku, Baachavana. The wood that is burnt uh, like brothers. Okay. Baachvana in brotherhood. Okay. Uh, and that's it. Who dama lehu man by achvana vishkach arvata. And and we you know sometimes the rabbis do this. Uh, they saw a person that wasn't sure you know whose opinion held sway until they saw someone selling wood uh, in the in the marketplace or selling uh, some some branches in the marketplace. And he says, who wants some achvana? And they asked him what it was, and actually it was willow. Uh, and therefore we see that it is uh, the first opinion. We go like Rav uh, against Shmuel. I'm Rav Huna. Uh, in terms of of this, uh, Kanim uh, ain't. Uh, Rov 
you know, it, you don't need, reeds are very easily uh, burnt and therefore you don't need the majority. Uh, they are very flammable and therefore you don't need the majority. Okay, however, Agdan, Tzrichin Rov. However, if you've bound them together, uh, then the fire can't get to, to all of them. So we need most of them already to be burned. Once most of them uh, are on fire, uh, then uh, it is enough uh, defined as, as, as a fire for the whole of Shabbat. That's fine. Uh, um, Garinim and Shrikin Rov. Also, uh, Garinim, type of uh, seeds uh, of sorts. You know, we no, we normally refer to Garinim as uh, as pumpkin seeds. Uh, that doesn't have to be pumpkin necessarily. Uh, it could mean any type of seeds. It could mean date seeds uh, as well. Uh, it says, uh, you know. It, um, they're also quite easily uh, burnt and you know they they and, and therefore we don't need the majority Kista doesn't like that uh, he says Adaraba, the opposite should actually uh, be the case um, uh, the opposite he says ifka mistabra uh, the opposite is actually more logical kanim Bardan, Badran, sorry, uh, Agdan. Uh, he says, uh, you know, if, if the reeds are scattered around, uh, you know, Vadran, um, it means they are scattered. If they're all loose and scattered, then it's harder uh, to, for all of them to burn. Agdan, however, if they're all together, Badran. If they're all together, they're not scattered, and therefore it's much easier for them to burn. Karinim, Badran. also these seeds are all like scattered around. Uh, it says, Natanan, Hotalot. Uh, um, uh, 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 if you put them in this hotalot, which is a, a basket, a type of woven basket, law then they do not become scattered. It's much easier uh, for them to burn. All right. So uh, in terms of uh, of that, you know, different opinions. Itmar, you know, itmar nami. So we also learned about that. Amaravkana kanem sheegdan reads. If you tie them all together, trichin rov. Uh, you need most of them to to start burning. Lo avdan and shrikin rov. We got like the first opinion here that if uh, you don't, if they're not tied together, you don't need most of them. Karenim shrikin rov. If you the with seeds, you need most of them uh, to be a lot. Natan uh, but if you put them in this basket then eventually once the, they catch a light uh, the whole basket will eventually catch a light and then there's no problem with that okay uh, continuing uh, there are four types of fires that do not need uh, the extra uh, things to be added onto them they are very flammable and they'll keep uh, a light uh, on their own uh, what are those uh, it says uh, you know, and even though the majority of what's what's in it is not burnt, uh, the fire is of of such a nature that it's very uh, strong, and therefore, you know, it, even though a majority of what's inside it, it hasn't been burnt up yet, uh, it's definitely going to get burnt up because it's quite a hot fire. What are those? Shall zefet, uh, type of uh, if it's made of pitch, uh, which is flammable. Shall gafrit, also of sulfur, vashel gvina, cheese, which I assume has to be dry first. For to burn uh, it's you know a very uh, oily type of uh, fire as well share revive and also if it's a, if it's a type of grease uh, if you've got those type of fires they burn very easily and uh, as a result uh, you would you know have to uh, you know the, 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 as we said you don't have to have it half bur- more than half burnt uh, before you add it in okay uh, before Shabbos comes in because it, it will continue burning 
very much so. Abanitin Tana Af Shalkash Shal Gvava and a brighter was taught, even one of straw and uh, of you know of stubble, uh, you know, from the from the field, uh, all of those things. Also uh, very flammable and will light very easily. So even though it's not uh, caught uh, you know not uh, more than half burnt before Shabbat, but after by the time Shabbos rolls on, it will have definitely been burnt. Amrav Yochanan, the last uh, bit here, Aitim Shabavel, Ain Srikin Rov. Uh, these these uh, uh, Babylonian uh, wood uh, d- does not need the majority of it to be on fire. Matkev la Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef challenged him. He says, Mahi, uh, what exactly are you talking about? Uh, it says, Ilayma silte, uh, if it is like uh, little slivers of wood. Hashta patila amar ula. So in terms of that, uh, we... we uh, uh, says about that uh, if you have to light uh, use this as a wick uh, it has to be light what most of it you know is, is uh, you know that that most uh, most of the wick has to be a light for it to be defined as a light so so too obviously uh, these bits of uh, wood uh, chips uh, would would uh, you know have to be lit uh, you know uh, uh, obviously with this these wood chips have to be lit Ella I'm Raviosa if he says Shocha uh, de Arza Rami Bar Abba Ama Zaza. Okay, he says, really, what are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking about the branch of a cedar tree, which apparently burns very well. And uh, and also he says it's hyssop. Okay, so that you know different opinions, but it actually segues very nicely uh, into the second period because that's exactly what we're going to be dealing with now. Uh, but for the meantime. We have finished the first chapter uh, of uh, Shabbat. Uh, we only have 23 more to go. Okay, and that's uh, that's that's a very uh, long, uh, the longest masechet in Moed uh, is uh, is Shabbat. All right, Bamei uh, Madikin, a famous uh, thing because we say it, it becomes famous because we know about it. Uh, we say it every erev, uh, you know, or you know, in between Kabbalat uh, Shabbat and Marev, uh, at least according to uh, Ashkenazi custom. There are other customs which say it uh, after Marev. There are other customs that say it even before. Uh, Kabbalat Shabbat as well. All right. Vameh madlikin, what can you light with? Vameh and madlikin, what can't you light with? Okay, and the mission is going to mention uh, two uh, types of, uh, of of things here. One is going to be wicks, okay, uh, and, and the wick is going to be faulty. Or Also, uh, the, the Gemara is going to mention different types of oils. Uh, and really the underlying reason uh, for these things, as will become clear in the Gomorrah, is because either the wick is going to flicker and, and not be a good flame, and what's uh, what's going to happen uh, is you're going to have the temptation to adjust the flame. We saw, had this a bit before as well in the first chapter, that you will come and tilt the candle uh, to adjust the flame to get it to be uh, um, you know closer or better, better light, and therefore that is defined as a big problem because now you're causing it to burn uh, more also if you were you know, leave it and push it to the side, uh, that would be uh, less, uh, it would, would decrease the flame. So either, as we said, increasing the flame, decreasing the flame, both problematic. Okay, uh, so what can you light with? What can't you light with? Uh, you're not allowed to, to light with this. Uh, I'll, I'll use the, the, the words here, you know, the, the English understandings of it, the English translations, uh, even though uh, the Gomorrah is going to ask uh, exactly what these things 
things are. Because uh, Gemara, it's, it appears, it was not familiar with all of these things. Uh, and therefore, it's going to ask questions about each of these things. But we'll go according to the conclusion of the Gemara. Uh, and uh, we'll see, you know, and, and that's why. The first thing, the Lechesh, uh, is this uh, cedar bast. Okay, part of the, the cedar tree. We're going to see it's a woolly I think it's not the bark of the tree. Uh, it's not, you know, the, 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 that's where you pull the, uh, uh, you know, it, it's near, it's just outside the bark. Uh, and uh, it's it's a type of thing that's attached to the bar, uh, to the bark. And if you pull that away, uh, there is this woolly substance. That is the, the lechesh, the cedar bast. All right. Uh, you're not allowed to, to uh, use uncombed flax. Okay, so what what that is is a, a type of I think it will discuss it in the Gemara as well. Uh, it's where it's where you've got you know processing flax and you comb it through with your hands. Uh, there are little bits that fall off when you. Uh, um, you know, go through with your hands when you comb it with your hands. Uh, those little bits are no good for um, the, uh, uh, the, the the lighting the candles. Veloba kalaf kalaf is uh, is uh, also a type of silk. Okay, raw silk you can't light with that. Veloba did it and you're not allowed to light with uh, willow. Uh, and this is willow bast, uh, also something that is coming from the willow uh, tree, and uh, and therefore no no good. It's it, it doesn't give a consistent light. And also not with this uh, desert weed. Okay. You're not allowed to do with uh, green stuff uh, that floats on the water. A type of moss, uh, it appears. Uh, over there, that is, you know, it's not, type of, not really a type of algae. We'll see in a minute uh, exactly what it is. I think a minute or maybe even uh, first thing tomorrow. Okay. The second part of the Mishnah deals now uh, with the oils. You're not allowed to deal with uh, um, this, uh, this, this zephet, okay, and um, which is a pitch. Uh, you're not allowed to deal with uh, shava, which is wax. We'll, we'll examine that uh, because, uh, you know, surely a wax candle is uh, ideal uh, to, to, to do. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll look at that. kick. You're not allowed to use the shemin kick with the Gemara. We'll define uh, what that is like a uh, cast oil, but we'll see it's, it could be a bird issue. And not with uh, oil that uh, needs to be burnt. Uh, I think this is talking about truma that is tame, uh, and uh, you're not allowed to do it. Velo uh, and you're not allowed to use a, uh, uh, a, a the, the uh, f- fat uh, from a uh, tail of a sheep, uh, and you know, you're not allowed to use chaylev, which uh, the, the we have here translated as tallow. Really, this is the forbidden fats uh, from animals that you would get carried for if you ate it. Uh, you know, you're allowed to burn things with it normally, uh, but uh, you know, it, it, you might be allowed to use it for, for other purposes. The Gemara will explain, uh, definitely not uh, today or tomorrow, I don't think even uh, you know, why you would um, not be allowed to use this chaylev. Uh, Alright, uh, and uh, that's uh, the the Nachum Amadi Omar, he descends and he says, uh, partial descent, as long as it is bo- being boiled, you can use uh, this chaylev, you can use this teller. Uh, the, the Chachamim Omrim, the Chachamim disagree, it doesn't make a difference if it has been boiled or not, uh, you're not allowed to light with it. Okay, and now, as we mentioned, uh, the weed already jumped the gun uh, somewhat just for the purposes of understanding 
understanding what our Mishnah meant, and we had already translated a lot of these phrases. Uh, but the Gemara takes a step back. Um, or uh, it never took a step in the first place. We took the step. The Gemara is in its uh, default position, and it doesn't know. Lechish, uh, you know, what is this Lechish? Uh, and he says, Shocha uh, de Arza. It's a type of branch of a cedar tree. And Shocha de Arza eats Balmahu. We said if it's a branch of a cedar tree, well, that's just wood. Uh, you know, how could you make a wick of wood? That doesn't seem to be, uh, uh, you know, feasible. Uh, no, it says, Amrata. Uh, Amranita de it bay. No, we're talking here about Amranita, a type of wool uh, is part of this branch. As you mentioned, uh, it is this bast, uh, the you know, underneath the the, the bark, uh, and uh, and that's that's uh, that's that's exactly what you can take that out, this woolly thing, and 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 twist it and turn it into a good wick. Okay, Velo, <coughs> uh, in this case, not a good wick uh, because we're saying that uh, that that it wouldn't hold it's light nicely and that's why you'd be uh, you know tilting it and that's obviously not what we want so you're not allowed to use this uh, cedar uh, bast uh, and what is chosen I'm Rav Yosef it's a little bit of uh, the, 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 uh, the translation here is toe okay it's, it's, it's like a chaff that falls out from the stalk okay you comb your hands through it and, uh, and the, this little chaff uh, falls out not very stable and not very you know can't hold a flame uh, properly uh, and uh, and that and therefore uh, you know it's the Nuraot Shalpishtan. I'm going to buy. Abai says well, one sec. Vakativ Vaya Hachosin Le Nuraot It says Mikli uh, you know sorry it talks about a Pasuk in Isaiah uh, it says the the Chosin uh, and it talks about Nuraot. So if it compares, uh, if you're saying that they are equivalent Okay, uh, then it can't say uh, it can't say them separately. Uh, it says, you know, chosin is lacto. Uh, if they were the same thing, chosin is to uh, that uh, doesn't T O W. That is, uh, it, you, you, it's impossible uh, to be the same. Michlal the chosin love norot who. Okay, the Gemara explicates that it's obviously not the same thing. Ella amabaya so baya gives another answer. Kitana the the daik velo nafitz. We're talking here about. Uh, flax who's uh, who's got a crushed stalk but hasn't yet been combed okay that's uh, that's uh, the idea of here all right velo bechalach you're not allowed to light with this chalach okay amar shmuel he says she ilta tinhu lachor nachoti yama I asked all the people in uh, that uh, you know of that that sell the seas nachoti uh, yama and what did they say to me? Kulcha uh, Shmai. Let's talk about Kulcha. Okay, or you know, and, uh, and that Kulcha uh, Shmai. Uh, it's, it's called Kulka, uh, which really is Rav Yitzchak Baziri Amar Gush Gush Kara. Okay, it's, uh, it's one, one is kulka, as, as we mentioned, uh, that is, uh, we, we say that is raw silk, uh, and Rabbi Yitzchak Rezaira said it is like uh, silkworm silk. 
the cocoon of the silkworm. Okay, Ravin Vabai Have Yatu Kamei de Rava Nechemia Achuy de Reish Galuta. Ravin and Abai were sitting in front of Nechemia. He was the brother of the Reish Galuta. Chazid de Have Alavish Metaxa. Okay, he was wearing this type of silk called Metaxa. Amalei Ravin Labai. So Ravin turns to Abai and says, "Listen, Hainu Klach did none. This is the Klach that we learned about in our Mishnah." Amalei Anna and Shira Paranda Karin Le. He says that Shira. That's called Shira Paranda. Okay, that's a, a type of you know silk uh, as well. All right, uh, is that really so? Maitve Shirin Vakalach Sirikin Chayvin Betitit Shirin and Kalach and Sirikin all different types of silk. Uh, they all need tzitzit. Okay, uh, you know they they're not exempt uh, from tzitzit. They all need tzitzit. Uh, this this goes is a tuvta a challenge to the ravin tuvta. Uh, that goes against what ravin said uh, because he said klach is shira payanda. Okay, and now we seem to say that uh, we quoted separately. Uh, uh, we quoted uh, the shiraim, the kalach, and the shrikin are you know all different things, uh, and, and 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 therefore klach is not shira because he said shiraim, uh, which is what we've been talking about, and kalach he quotes him separately. Tuvta deravin tuvta. Ibatayma. There's another version of this. Shira lechud. Shira paranda lechud. Shira is one thing, and Shira paranda is another thing altogether. Okay, uh, we quote again from our mission. Velo plit tilat haidan. You're not allowed to light with pilat haidan. It says Ravin Rabba have a azle pakta the tam rita rita tam rita. He says they were going in this place called tam rita. Kazinula. Le le hanu arvata. They saw these willow trees. I'm le ravin le So ravin, you know, is is thinking the whole time in Torah, and he says to buy hanu idan didnan. These are the things that idan that we learnt about in Amisha. So willow trees is this idan. I'm le hayu eats balma. Who? No, that is just wood. Uh, you know, in terms of it, how how would you ever make a wick from wood? Uh, you know, this uh, this uh, you know willow. Tree tree uh, implies that it's a tree. How do you, would you make a wick from wood? Klach, Kalach, Amrita by. He came and he peeled off the bark and we see that the, 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 there's this uh, wool-like substance uh, between the bark and the tree. Okay, and that's that's what he showed him. Uh, it says, and uh, that's what we learn. Uh, you know, law plita midbar, and and what is the plita timidar? The desert silk. Uh, he says uh, this thing called shavra, uh, which uh, the Quran says he has mullion plant. Okay, it's uh, you know that's one of the other things that we we can't light with. Okay, velo uh, biruka. You know, and they're not allowed to use this uh, green uh, moss. Uh, it says, uh, what is that talking about? Mahi. Uh, what is that? Ilema uchamta de chariti. It's you know, it's it's if you say it's like algae on top of the water. If ruchi marfinan, it would just break up. Uh, it would no ways. It would ever be able to be used. Uh, it would just you know, uh, as you pick up the moss, you try to fashion it into a wick, it would just crumble and disintegrate. 
Okay, uh, so therefore, Ella, Amrav Papa, Uchamta de Arba. It's talking about uh, the, the moss that grows on the side of a ship, which um, is uh, is you know uh, you know so obviously uh, seems to be a lot harder and a lot more uh, able to be twisted and moved around. Not quite sure, you know, uh, how you define uh, the two of them. Anyway, uh, that is that. All right, uh, the next thing, Tana, Hosifu, Alem, Shal Shal Sa'er. You know, the other things that you're not allowed to uh, light with are wool and hair. Tana uh, Didan, and our Tana didn't even say that. Temer, Mikavas, Kavats, uh, he says, uh, wool uh, shrinks, so obviously we're not going to use a wool sar. Acha ruche mecharech. Here it just gets burnt, a terrible smell, uh, etc. And therefore he didn't even mention hair and wool. All right, uh, we will leave it uh, uh, there. Uh, we're going to carry on uh, tomorrow. Bizrat Hashem in our in our in our second in the second uh, chapter of uh, of Shabbat uh, and we'll deal uh, very famous Gemaras tomorrow dealing with Chanukah. Uh, the first Amud is mainly uh, still uh, very much Shabbat and lighting related, but then uh, the second Amud deals altogether with Chanukah. So we have what to look forward to. Everyone should have a wonderful day.